This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. You can edit in the commercials, and then we have another eight minutes or so, and then um, I will close the show. Okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. This is podcast number 87, five, four, three. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by HVAC Trustbooks. Go to HVACTrustbooks.com to discover how this tool can help you close more sales. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. Retaining customers is a lot cheaper than searching for new ones. Yet, most of us don't invest the time to focus on retention. What if there was someone who specializes in customer retention and has the processes and procedures to get it done so that you could focus on what you do best? My guest today, Carol Parks, is an expert in customer retention, and she can do it for you if you don't have the time or don't want to do it yourself. Carol, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thank you. Great to be here today, Ruth. My pleasure. All right. Now, you have all these fun reasons why people should focus on retention, one of which is, you know, we can increase our profits by 25 to 95%. I'd rather do that, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes. Yes. And as a business owner, that 25 to 95% goes straight to your profit line, which means you could increase your salary, your take-home pay by that much in the next year. Or you can give out bonuses or you can do invest in the business. There's a lot of things you can do with profit. A lot of things. Yeah. And, and it's a, a simple way to end sleepless nights worrying about money or family arguments about money, years with no vacations, and all that griping that goes on behind the scenes that your staff and your um, customers never see, but is reality for you potentially. Absolutely. And you've been doing this a long time. And I, I won't ask you how long, but it's been many years, correct? Yes, yes. So what have you seen over the years? What have you seen the resistance to doing? You know, everybody wants to go after the bright, shiny new object. You know, everybody talks about, I got a new customer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm just, you know, I'm really thrilled. And then they forget about all the people that they have had, you know, write a check or give them a credit card or give them cash or whatever. And they, you know, oh, thank you very much. And, you know, you lose them. And you forget about them. What's the shiny new object syndrome with new customers? Have you ever been able to figure that one out? Well, I mean, it comes down to there are really only three ways to grow a business. There are new customers. They're getting your current customers to buy more, and they're getting them to buy more often. And we all seem to focus on the new customers. But even new customers, even our retention builds our new customer list because through referrals. So we really can't grow our business decently without any of them. And unfortunately, a lot of people work all year just to stay even with where they were a year ago because they're losing people along the way through attrition. Yeah, I will, I will not say who this is, but we have a, I have a brand not brand new customer, but a, a client who's fairly new. And one of the questions I always ask is, what's your maintenance agreement, which is, you know, our recurring revenue. And right. how many did you enroll and how many did you lose? And this one customer was shocked to find out that she was losing 
as many as she was enrolling in a year. So she's staying stagnant. Exactly. And here's the thing. It costs five times more, up to five times more to get a new customer than it does to retain an existing one. And not only that, but your success selling to someone that you know is around 60 to 70%. And your success rate of selling to someone that doesn't know you from Adam is like five to 20%. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. Which, so which numbers do you like better? Oh, I want to do the five to 20%. <laughs> you're crazy. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, you know, we, we look at um, the closing ratios for, for maintenance agreement customers is like 80% plus. So, I mean, what you're saying is, is so, so true. It's just, you got to continue on and you got to keep going. And so, I mean, you've got a lot of the programs that can do this basically almost on autopilot, correct? Right, right. Yes. And, and here's, here's one other interesting, I mean, I could spend all day, um, throwing numbers at you, but this is an interesting study. One study found that loyal customers are five times more likely to repurchase, five times more likely to forgive mistakes, four times as likely to refer, and seven times as likely to try something new that you offer. That's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, why would you even bother to worry about finding new customers? Exactly. Exactly. Well, actually, there is a reason because at some point in time, if you only focus on customers and existing customers, you gotta, you gotta get new ones in the fold because some of them move, some of them die, some of them have a brother-in-law who goes into your type of business or something like that. Yeah, you still true. Do need some coming in the door. But eighty-two percent of people who leave a business do so because either they had poor or uncaring service or a badly resolved dispute. And yeah. that, that 82% is something that every business can address. Right. I, I like your, your topic about handling luggage, not handling customers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's true. I mean, people don't want to be handled. They want to be treated well. Yeah. It's, it's almost as though everybody is walking around with a sign on their forehead saying, treat me like gold. From their perspective. From their perspective. And most of us are just completely, we're so involved with our day-to-day -day that we don't even think about that. All right. So let's, you know, let's start that conversation before we get to break, because, you know, why don't we focus on retention. You said, you know, as you said, we're kind of stuck in the weeds or we're in the trees instead of the forest as being one, correct? Exactly. That's, I mean, part of it is just plain busyness, which, you know, we can all probably afford to, you know, smell a few more roses or daisies. But, but I think one of the things that, I mean, I have, I have like five basic reasons, but one of it is herd mentality. We just, Everybody says, go after the new customers. So what do we do? We go after the new customers and we're playing copycat. And so if you have that herd mentality, you're not going to separate yourself from the flock and do something different and have more success. Well, I heard, I heard an ad on the radio from my competitor. I better be advertising on the radio too. It's the thought process. Right, right. And 
and it's true. It's, it's herd mentality. It's me too mentality. Nobody knows whether your competitor is actually um, tracking that information and whether your competitor is actually generating revenue from those ads. You're exactly. just hearing an ad. Yeah, so. you don't know what their success rate is. You're just assuming that because you hear them or see them do something that they are successful at it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to get more into you know, why we don't focus on retention and some of the things that you can actually do to help you boost your business. Yeah, I'll take the 95% simply by focusing on customer retention. I'm talking with Carol Parks and we will be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I've seen my clients' salespeople struggle when a customer asks why they should use your company rather than the competition when your price is higher and you both are proposing the same equipment. I've seen technicians struggle when customers ask them whether they should replace an 18-year-old air conditioner. And most salespeople and technicians never ask the one question that most customers are concerned about, yet never ask. Can I trust you? I found a tool that gives your salespeople and technicians the ammunition to answer this question and more. And the tool works. How do I know? 68% of my clients are using it to increase sales and referrals. What is it? A trust book with your name on it as the author. More details are at HVACTrustBooks.com. Warning, there is only one contractor per area that can get these great books. Some areas are already taken. They've gone to my clients. If you want your area and want to have a tool for your salespeople and technicians to increase referrals and sales, then go to HVACTrustBooks.com now and reserve your area. Eliminate costly warranty leak repair headaches. Three years ago, Ruth King wrote a leak policy letter for one of her clients who was dealing with huge warranty leak issues. When she gave the letter to technicians and trained them on how to use it, warranty leaks went from zero, that's right, zero. Then, she gave the letter to one of her other clients and any contractor who wanted it. The results? The same. Zero warranty leak repairs. The unexpected benefits? An increase in replacement sales. Ruth shares the letter with anyone and everyone who wants it. So, get your sample leak policy letter for free. No strings, no catches, no guarantee of results. Go to hvacchannel.tv or call us at 877-520-4321. Click on the link in the middle of the homepage to get your free leak policy letter. I hope you experience zero warranty leak repairs and eliminate a major costly headache. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm talking with Carol Parks, and who is an expert and has been dealing with retention for many, many, many years. And Carol, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, where can they reach you? Um, the, the best thing that they can do is they could email me or text me. I have a, created a document called 12 Retention, let me say that again, 12 Retention Tricks that will transform your profitability and give you a big raise this next year. Okay, where and, do we get that? And my email is mymarketingdoc.com doc like is short for doctor my marketing doc at gmail.com my marketing doc at gmail.com exactly and my phone number if they want to contact me that way is 248-219-0992 again 248-219-0992 all right. So before the break, we started talking about why business owners focus on the bright, new, shiny customer rather than customer retention. And the first one was what you call herd mentality. And it's like, okay, I hear my competitor on the radio or I see him on TV or something along those lines. 
I see his ad or his billboard or whatever, and I got to do that too, without really knowing whether that's profitable for that competitor right. or not, right? Yep. All right, what's next? Well, another thing is not having a clue what your cost of attrition is because, and most people don't know what their numbers are. They don't know how, like you alluded to before, most people don't know how much disappearing customers are actually costing them. And that's a big mistake. I mean, customer attrition can be financially fatal. No kidding. So and if you don't realize it, then you're definitely in trouble. Exactly. You have to know what your costs are, what your total customer lifetime value is from somebody. I mean, if they, if they come and they get a new um, furnace put in and then they disappear, you're losing a lot of revenue that you could have had down the road had you kept that person for other services and their AC and their maintenance Plumbing and all that. And maintenance and all the other fun things that go along with that. Exactly. So one of the things that I absolutely love that you talk about is about hope not being a strategy. You're yes. sure about that. <laughs> yeah, hope. I mean, most people, most people, when they talk about retention or they talk about referrals, they go, yeah, we get lots of referrals. Okay, how many? Where are they? And, and they, they can't answer that. They don't know the answer. And they're, they're essentially, they're relying on hope as a strategy. Well, you know, we hope that they come in. Well, you have to have more of a plan than just hoping. Well, you know, or I put it in my newsletter, the, you know, that type of thing. But you have to have a strategy for retention. Exactly. And a strategy for referrals. Yep. And All right. Some, so, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, let's talk about the positive signs of this side of this thing. So, how do we know that customers love your company? Okay. So, I'm going to kind of cite a few companies that everybody knows about because they're familiar. So, one of the things is happily and happy engaged customers and employees, for that matter. Um, lower recruiting costs, low turnover, like Wegmans grocery store in the East, they have a policy that no, cust no customer goes away unhappy. And um, in the grocery store industry, there's massive turnover. This chain has almost no turnover. 20% of their employees have more than 10 years of service and that's out of 6,000 employees. So that's really significant. Um, another one is like uh, customers being your biggest champions. For example, after 9-11, um, thousands of people, if, if you may remember that nobody was flying. And so thousands of I people, was. <laughs> <laughs> you were, but most people weren't. <laughs> it was the best time to fly. The planes were empty. It was great. <laughs> exactly. So thousands of people wrote to Southwest Airlines and, um, and sent them money and unused vouchers saying, please stay in business. We want to fly with you. Yeah. How many businesses have you ever heard of that that happens with? You know, very few. Yeah. But they're so concerned that you're going to be there for them that they beg you to stay in business. They beg, they want to, they want you in their lives. Trader Joe's too. They get letters all the time and petitions and, and signatures. You know, Baltimore sent them 
put an open letter to Trader Joe's in their newspaper and then sent 2,000 signatures backing the request. Please come and put a store in our neighborhood. Yeah, we'll support you. Absolutely. From there. So, yeah. so those, you know, those are some signs that, you know, customers, Ikea, customers swarm their store openings. Yeah. They, well, you, you know, let's, let's bring it down to a, a local level of a small business level. You, you're walking down the street and a customer recognizes the lettering on your jacket or your shirt or whatever and comes up to you and says, thank you, I love what you're doing or you did a really good job at our house or whatever. Exactly. I mean, that, that works really well. You have exactly. to do a good enough job that you can walk down the street in your company's clothing and know that the customers are going to be happy coming to you. Exactly. That's, exactly. that's really a thing. All right. Let's talk a little bit about how you help a small business with customer retention, because we haven't talked about that all. We've talked about the reasons why. We've talked about what good is. We've talked about what bad is. So what do you do? Well, I mean, I, I do a number of things. Uh, I have written a lot of things for customer retention, um, created uh, what you and I, Ruth, would call shock and awe packages, where we're sending something to somebody that they don't expect and related to our business and they are blown over by it. And so, and I do customer service and customer service, I'm a customer service training. I advocate writing handwritten notes, thank you notes. Here's a, here's a personal story from a local business. And it was a long time ago, almost 40 years ago. And I still remember it like it was yesterday. I went and I probably only spent $35, of course, back in the day, that was worth more. That was but, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and, and a few days later, I got this thank you note in the mail. And it was the first and one of the only times in my life that I've ever gotten a thank you note saying, thank you for doing business with us. We really are glad that you are part of our business and that you came in blah, blah, blah. I don't remember exactly what it said, but I remember getting that note. You had to remember the note. You remember the, the sentiment, what they did, not yes. necessarily the words. Yes. So did you go and back to the store? That, and, and that is something that every business can do. Cool. And, and you should have, like, you're going out on a new install or something, you could have that ready to go out in the mail by the end of that day. Yep, absolutely. You already know you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and strategies to find out, helping, helping business owners figure out strategies to find out how they're doing. And if 82% of people are being lost from poor customer service, um, you know, arguments, whatever, um, having, finding out how you're doing after you've done an install is really, really important. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, or any, any business, a part of the business is actually there. Give us yeah. the website or the, your email address so that they can get the 12 strategies again. That is mymarketingdoc at gmail.com. And doc is like short for Dr. D-O-C. So mymarketingdoc at gmail.com. Very good. Carol, thank you so much for being with us. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It's my been a pleasure. Yeah, likewise. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, 
have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you are listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.